Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Untrained Eye, the only podcast you'll ever need ever again, except for the other shows on the Civilized Creatures Podcast Network, of which we are a part. Now, some of those shows might exist, some of them we're not sure about, but we'll tell you this for sure. The ones that are still releasing are the best podcasts you'll hear on the northern... The podcatcher Hemisphere. <laughs> okay, in the northern <laughs> hemisphere. Some of us are in the south. Wait, no. No. Oh, Rhea, the hemisphere that, is the, oh, the equator. Earth. Okay. Right? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yep. Yep. Northern hemisphere. That's... Didn't we just talk about this in the car, how we didn't know where the Amazon really, <laughs> really was until someone was like, oh, yeah, it's in Brazil. You're Both like, of us thought it was in uh, Africa. Africa. Yeah. It's not in Africa. It's in Brazil. Yeah. Not good at geography. Or anything else for that matter. Uh, Untrained. Yeah. What was I going to say to you? Did I say the stuff? We're the Untrained Eye. Beth and DJ, we're here. Civilized creatures. Civilized creatures. Got them. Representing. We out here. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll just say right up top, uh, some old, old podcast pals that have since passed away, but I have still been in slight contact with one of the two. Really? Yes. John from the Alt Sides podcast. He, uh, he actually has a clothing company called Sleep Terror, but he just got married. Oh, congratulations, John. Today. Like, That's as amazing. we're recording today. like I Super just, exciting. I just, know, I saw him uh, t- tweeting that uh, he would be like, mad if he got sick. <laughs> 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 and who wouldn't? I mean, it's a big day, and you pay a lot of money for it. Uh, but we miss the alt sides, but I don't know. I talk to John every now and then. And, yeah, where's uh, my homegirl, Jenny? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, congratulations, John, and everyone else. Go check out uh, Sleep Terror Clothing. You know, maybe we can... Uh, Bully them into sponsoring our show. You never know. You never do. You never do. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure John, if he still listens, is like, no. You're like, you just said <laughs> I just got married. <laughs> yeah, come on, bro. <laughs> There's no sponsor money right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Weddings are expensive. <laughs> no, nah, they were great. We... We paid for our own. It only took, what, 17 years to pay it off? 18? No. I'm kidding. <laughs> <sighs> Beth, how are you today? We have had four consecutive days off. Yeah. And it's been pretty good. Yeah. Like, this year we didn't do a huge, like, family Thanksgiving because it just seemed like it was too much. So we just like bought some stuff that we wanted to eat <laughs> and like, <laughs> like stuff that you would take for leftovers. And like we invited my dad and my sister over, but they didn't like my dad was like, oh, I don't want to leave my house. <laughs> and then my sister out, went so, to someone else's house and then was like, oh, now that you've eaten five hours ago, hey, you want to come get me now? I'm like, no. <laughs> so tryptophan is in full effect. Can't do it. Yeah. It's like drinking and driving at this point. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, it was probably the easiest Thanksgiving that I ever had. 
I'm telling you right now, the worst part about Thanksgiving is the worst part about your own job. It's all the other idiots. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, yeah. Like, because we've never had Thanksgiving here before. Like, we always go to my dad's house and, like, bring everything with us. And then we have to use all his dishes and pots and pans and all that. Um, and so, like, and then we have to, like, clean it all up when we leave. And we don't know where anything really is. So, like, that's half the battle. But just like doing it here, like I know where all my stuff is. I knew, I don't know. It only took me like <laughs> two hours to get everything done. <laughs> yeah. From start to finish, it was two hours. Yeah. And then we <laughs> ate. <laughs> and then like it only took me like 10 minutes to put everything away because we didn't have all the nonsense that we don't eat. <laughs> <laughs> and like uh, it was just me and you really. So I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't it's too crazy. Just, it's just crazy to me that two people were able to somehow keep it under control where normally we have at least, what, two, four, six, eight, like anywhere between eight and ten people that are like, I don't know, man, this is probably going to take like three and a half days to get all this yeah. figured out, and then we're going to have to clean it up? Nah, I don't even know. Let's just throw everything away. Yeah, <laughs> and find some place to put all the stuff, like... Because we knew it was just going to be, like, a small ordeal. Like, we didn't go overboard. So, like, our we had a ham that fit in the pan <laughs> that it cooked in. And then we had, like, two snapware dishes that had, like, the rest of the leftovers, like, side by side. So, it was super easy. And I ate more pumpkin pie than I'm really comfortable with. Hmm. Yeah, but... I mean, in that, too, like, we didn't go overboard with the desserts because we don't really... I don't know. I like savory food but more than sweet. Yeah, that's where when they are like opposites attract, it's 100% true because sometimes I don't get you at all. Like, what was it? Oh, we went and had lunch today at Outback, and you're like, we got this thing where you get like a piece of cheesecake at the end, and you can have chocolate on it or raspberry or nothing. And Beth picked chocolate, and it's like got like three bites left, and it's like, can't eat this. I don't like the chocolate. But like <laughs> we went it's there. Too sweet. <laughs> well, and I, I don't get that at all. I was di- I was dead stuffed and you were like, "Do you want these last bites?" I was like, "Yeah. Of course I want those last bites." But I feel like on the last episode you established that you're the cheesecake guy. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm so. the cheese. I'm Mr. Cheesecake. They call me wherever <laughs> I go. They're like, there he is. Everyone on your game. <laughs> yeah. What is that movie? Uh, Kingpin, where he like walks into a bowling alley <laughs> and he just like grabs someone's pizza. Grabs a slice of cheesecake and <laughs> shoves you. it in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Not. I'd rather eat like, I don't know, baked potato. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no one can relate to that. <laughs> I'd much rather have that than ice cream. Nobody's like, ah, uh, let's splurge today. Baked potatoes. <laughs> I disagree. Extra on the baked. <laughs> yeah, no, I love potatoes. Oh, yeah, man. I don't know. I failed already. I wanted to have you play that song that I like, but maybe we'll play it later. Do okay. you have... Did you... Have you, you never worked, you never worked at any kind of coffee shop, did you? No. I wish we knew someone that did. Why? Because, have you ever, okay, one thing I, I like about Twitter sometimes is like you'll read something outrageous that like goes viral and then 
even though you didn't expect there to be a story behind it, like a story starts to unfold. So I read this thing the other day that was like, cops are super mad because some Starbucks oh, okay. people put I saw that. pig on their Starbucks cup. Like and, they put it on the label. Mm-hmm. And they were like, unfathomable. Well, Wait, and let I me thought... tell you the first, go ahead. Go ahead. No, so the first tweet that I saw along, like, I don't know when I saw this, but anyway, Kiefer Police Chief Johnny O'Mara says one of his officers picked up five cups of coffee at the Glenpool Starbucks for his dispatchers as a thank you for working on Thanksgiving. Pig was printed on all five labels, he says, and there's a picture of the label Mm -hmm. like that says pig on it. What were you going to say about it? No, just that he was picking up coffee for more cops. Uh. Which, you know, I feel kind of bad about this, but I don't know, man. That's like, mean, though. It is kind of mean, but on the other hand, like, if you're a cop, you got to know, especially, like, low-level folks, like, uh, any kind of entry-level job people, they're not, they're not, A, they're not usually of, like, uh... How do I say this nice? They're just young. I'll put it that way. They're young and dumb, and they're just like, cops are idiots. I don't even have a reason why yet. I just hate all cops. And this will be funny. And if I I started working, the first job I had was at McDonald's when I was like 14. Maybe even, yeah, I was like 14. Mm -hmm. And if I had the opportunity to put pig or (laughs) oink oink or the fuzz or something funny on a cop's thing, I would have 100% done it. Not even because I hated or not hated. I'd be like, this is a cool thing. Dude, we uh, we were so... Anyway, so go ahead. What were you going to say? No, it just seems like douchey. Because like it's fine if you like tell a joke or do something behind the scenes. But once you print out a label and then put it on something they're taking away. Okay, so the story unfolded. A little further, because as of this recording, the tweet that I just told you was from three days ago. And then a day ago, this guy retweeted that, and he put, Starbucks has a profanity filter in place to prevent things like this from happening. The only way for the name Pig to show up on a cup is for the customer to set that as their own name in the mobile order app. In other words, the Pig cops faked this for a BS sob story. Oh, okay. And, like, he goes on. It, Do you uh, think that's true? Okay, so he goes on in the comments, and then he's got, like, a couple of screenshots of people that messaged him basically saying, like, hey, yeah, that's, I currently work at Starbucks, and that's how it is. Like, these, what, somebody actually might have said, oh, let's see here. So, once again, cops planting evidence. It says, not, someone, someone uh, DM'd him and was, like, not trying to get, Fired from my job, but you're 100% right about Starbucks censoring words. We can't even put certain names if they're uh, political. So I'm sure pig is a censored word. I'm going to check tomorrow to make sure, but I'm like 99% sure that your original tweet is correct. And, you know, everyone's dunking on the cops in the comments, of course, as they should. <laughs> and, but, okay, the the plot thickened slightly further, and this is the one that... I'm going to say it to you now, Beth, but just know that anybody could have said this. So it's very possible that this is not true. Okay. But this girl uh, at Miss O'Mara. <laughs> oh, I saw that. 
was like, this is my father, and I'd like to say that he is absolutely a pig, and I'd like to thank the brave men and women from Starbucks for their service. Uh, And in the comments, too, she's like, for the record, my father has zero business being a police officer. He was blatantly, proudly racist when I was a kid. Said things I would never repeat. He treats women like dogs, including his own daughter. Oink, oink. Yowza. (laughs) Pig emoji. So that, like, for the sake of the story, I want to believe that that's true, that that's really his daughter, and that she is like, yeah, this dude's a son of a bitch. I hate him. I hate my dad. Uh, But... There's no way. I don't know how you would prove that. Right. Yeah, I don't know either. Because <laughs> even if it was like an actual, because like her profile picture or whatever is, it's a picture of a girl. But there's no. You, you, someone could just take a picture off of our one of our Facebook pages and be like, "Look, it's there's me. DJ or Beth tweeting." <laughs> uh, yeah, and you can clearly change your face or Twitter name. Uh, yeah, real OJ32. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I just loved that because, like, that does that. I'm sure that happens more often than I recognize, but like, I love when you like see a tweet like one day and then the next day it's like, oh, but actually, this. And then when I saw that girl, it's like, actually, this is my dad and he is a racist. <laughs> <laughs> racist. Uh, yeah, I mean, that doesn't sound good. But, I mean, if that is true, that the cops, like, did that to get some attention, like, sit down. By the way, it's so like, funny. Like, don't that- you have crimes to investigate? <laughs> yeah, the whodunit of who wrote the pig on the cup. Yeah, hmm. and we were watching the show on Netflix, what was it called, Broken? Where they were, like, invest- like it was, um, like, an in-depth look at, like certain industries like the makeup like fake makeup oh yeah 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 yeah. and how like people like want top like high-end makeup like kylie or whatever uh mac whatever kinds they use i don't i'm not if you know of a high-end makeup (laughs) imagine that but then but like yeah people are like counterfeiting it from china and like they have like a whole like police unit like, <laughs> to that like we saw this thing or these like the mobile van like rolled up and was like testing makeup to see like what kind of <laughs> compounds were in there i mean at least that is like some kind of a public good they're like hey you're not gonna like you know your skin isn't gonna melt off because you put on some just nonsense on your body yeah well that's crazy though like people that buy knockoff stuff like if you buy a knockoff shirt okay fine maybe it's it's gonna be fine maybe the dye that they use isn't gonna poison your skin or stain it (laughs) (laughs) um but like if you're using like makeup or something like in there they were saying some of it contains like lead or like animal feces or human (laughs) well i mean you got to think like when we think i would imagine if americans think of knockoffs you're thinking of like Oh, great value brand at Walmart, which is still like a food. Like it's usually it's something that I would imagine is still going to either be required to have strict testing or it is in Walmart's. uh, It benefits them to do rigorous testing on something that could hurt people. Whereas, like, if me and you decided to go into the makeup business, be like, uh, yeah, I mean, we just figured that uh, <laughs> no testing on animals, caramel, <laughs> or anybody <laughs> comes out great if you uh, just put a little bit of milk and a little bit of cat poop and you just mix it up. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to make makeup, but <laughs> yeah, but I mean, 
Like, it's just crazy. Like, that was a pretty good show. And they had one on Ikea, too. And what was the other one? I don't know. I think I fell asleep. I don't remember. But, yeah, it was pretty interesting. Like, it's just crazy watching all these documentaries. You're like, you can't do nothing. (laughs) Dude, the real interesting one that we saw was if anyone has watched on Netflix the toys that make us, they now have the movies that make us or that made us. And uh, I have so i listen to me everyone out there listen close i didn't really have anything for or against patrick swayze before (laughs) we watched the one on dirty dancing and can i tell you something right now patrick swayze is one of my favorite human beings that's ever existed (laughs) in the acting business because apparently him and jennifer gray actually jennifer gray apparently just did not like him did not want him to be a part of this movie because of whatever happened between them on Red Dawn, the movie. Yeah. A movie I've never seen and probably never will. Uh, but they were like... <laughs> <laughs> he's like... <laughs> he's it like, was whenever they were like auditioning still, like right? screen testing or something yeah, to and dance they were like together. dancing. And he's like... She was, I don't know, trying to tell him, and he's like, let's do this shit, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and we were so surprised and by that. We were like, oh, my God. Because he just said it to her face and then turned around like, and one, two, three, two, two, three. And we're like, oh, Patrick Swayze. Peace ways, dude. That guy is a champion. I have so, so much more respect for Patrick Swayze, not just because he was like, Jennifer Grey, I don't care who you are. Shut it. <laughs> yeah, just do the thing, um, especially since you don't like me. <laughs> and this is probably why. <laughs> but like, if you've seen the movie at the very end when he jumps off the stage and then she runs and jumps into his arms, like that dude had a freaking bum knee. Like yeah. He had a knee that was wrecked. And jumped off that thing like 13 times, they said, to get the freaking... Yeah, uh, the final shot. And he didn't have... Like, you you see it. Like, they showed the behind the scenes or whatever, I guess. Like, he wasn't, like, jumping onto a pad or, like, you know, anything. Like, he was just jumping onto the ground. I don't know, man. Like... Yeah, it was pretty good. Like, it gave you an inside look at how the movie was made. And, like, the... Like the people behind it, the stories that all came together to get that story together. They were good. I think it was only like four episodes, but it had, they were all good because it was like that one, Home Alone, Die Hard, and what else? There was one other one, I feel like. Yeah, there was, but now I can't remember what it was. We'll say it was Ferris Bueller's Day. No, it wasn't. (laughs) It wasn't. It wasn't. Whatever. It doesn't matter. If you're not sold by Dirty Dancing, Home Alone, and Die Hard, then this show is clearly not for you. Oh, Ghostbusters. <laughs> Ghostbusters. And Bill Murray, everyone is like, oh, wow, now that Bill Murray's just like rich and famous and can do whatever he wants, he's just an enigma. He just does what he wants and goes where he wants and is wherever he wants. Like, no. He this always dude did that. Was th- that was this dude. He was just a ghost the whole time. Like, he just, they were like, because that was the, I'll only tell one thing from that, but the uh, the thing about that is that when they finally went, they were going to film like Bill Murray had never actually signed a contract and they were just like, we're going to start on this day. And up Dan until, Aykroyd was like, yeah, he's going to do it. He'll do it. He'll be here. And that night, that day, the day before he wasn't there, that night he wasn't there. But at their, you know, 8 a.m. call time, there he was. Hey, it's me, Bill Murray. Yeah, I'm here. I'm ready to make a movie. 
I mean, clearly, that wasn't really a spoiler. If you've seen Ghostbusters, you know he was in it. (laughs) (laughs) He made it. (laughs) He made it, for sure. But that was a pretty good one, too. And I like how they showed the locations, like, what they look like now. Yeah. Where they filmed all the stuff. So, I thought it was pretty cool. And, once again, you can tell we've been on for four days. (laughs) Yeah. We're We're like, like, so much Netflix. Yeah, let's talk about our Netflix queue. Listen, anyone who wants to talk to me really about anything we've been watching this week uh, or this long weekend, I rewatched the prequels with Beth, the Star Wars prequels. Oh, yeah. Now I know what you're talking about. With McClunky. Yeah. <laughs> Finally got it. Yeah. yeah, Beth was on her phone, and I was like, stop everything you're doing. I was like, watch for the next minute. You're mm-hmm. about to understand why the McClunky thing happened and is weird. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, so I decided to go. Like, I'd always heard of machete order. That's, like, the way you're supposed to, theoretically, that you're supposed to watch all six movies where you watch episode four, five, two, three, and then six, and then you're supposed to just never. Everyone says just forget that episode one ever happened. And I watched episode two and three. Those movies are bad. <laughs> and like when Darth Vader's like, no, no, <laughs> pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> Um. <laughs> they were so bad, those movies. Like, I have been the biggest apologist for those movies because I'm like, nah, they were of their time. It's fine. They were just, you know, they might have been a little cheesy looking, but they were good. They were good movies. And I haven't watched them in forever. And yeah, I watched, we watched two and three back to back. And those movies were bad. They were just bad. I can't believe that I. I won't talk much about it because I can already see how bored Beth is, but I just can't believe that George Lucas was like, yep, these are it. Got them. Well, did he have as much to do with those as he did with the originals? As far as I know, he did. I'm sure Larry could correct me, but I <laughs> I think he I think they he did. And it's just it's just uh. mm. Well, and like I don't think that was that Hayden Christensen. That his name? Listen to me, Hayden Christensen. Uh, that is famously his worst, the worst job he ever did. Like he's got other good movies that people like, and they're like, I can't, I just don't know why he was so bad in this movie. Uh, but Natalie Portman was like, if anyone was going to be like. DJ's wrong about Natalie Portman. She's fine. Like, this was the movie where she proved me right. I disagree. Because they were like, hey, man. He was like, I'm annoying. And she was like, maybe I am, too. And then by well, the end. Had, she had to play it that way because they were in love. Yeah. <laughs> so in love that when he murdered women and children, she was like, people get mad sometimes, you know? <laughs> Plus, they're just sand people. They're not even real people. We just put people at the end just to make ourselves feel better. I mean, they did kidnap his mother. Yeah, you know, that's why you would kill the women and the children, too. <laughs> because they kidnapped your mama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, okay, here's the problem, though, is we watched those two right after we watched episode four of The Mandalorian. <laughs> And the Mandalorian is so good that it's stupid. It makes those other it makes those prequel movies look 
ridiculous. Well, and that Mandalorian episode. It was really good. Baby Yoda was really cute with his little cup. <laughs> a little sipping his little tea. <laughs> yeah, which I saw on uh, Twitter that Disney's like trying to squash those uh, Baby Yoda memes. That was happening, and that's already come back around because they were like, oh, wait a minute. Whoops. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I think it was they were like trying to delete all the gifts or whatever. That was, I don't but know. why? Because they're stupid. But they let it happen. I, I don't even know if that was even really real or if they were like, we're going to do it just to super hype this little baby Yoda. Yeah, but I mean, episode four, I re- I feel like it was like a monster of the week type episode because it really didn't advance the story much. Like they just... Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen episode four, I don't know how long the yeah, spoiler's yeah. going to be, but... You're not you're not any further than you were before. If you've seen episode three, there's not much new information. <laughs> yeah, but like they land in a village, <laughs> and then they help the village people overcome, or overcome an enemy, and, and then they like, have to leave. <laughs> they sing YMCA, they talk about young men, and they get the hell out of there. Yeah. So, I mean, I, as I like watching it, for sure. I love ogling <laughs> Baby Yoda. <laughs> ogling. I don't know. Just looking at it's him. It's okay. He's 50. It's not weird. He's uh. not, not ogling, like, in a creepy way, but just looking at him because he's super cute. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like we said, it didn't really move the story along at oh, all. You know what? But, again, like, I... Let me see. There was a movie that supposedly this is all... At least borrows from. Well, one thing, though, I did um, think that they're, like, adding in to make it even more mysterious is he almost took his helmet off. (laughs) But then he did. He did. Spoiler alert. He took it off in front of a window, which kids were outside playing, but nobody saw him. But when the lady tried to take his helmet off, he stopped her. I think I might put something in like post this that's like spoilers a little bit uh because i also want to say this is what i want to say uh and it was addressed almost immediately like as soon as i find because i anything that says mandalorian before we watch the show or the next episode i just don't look at because i I just can't if i get spoiled on i'm gonna be upset And the thing that I took away from that episode was like the first thing that I found when I started looking at articles, which was uh, what he said to the lady was because she asked him, she's like, when's the last time you took that thing off? And he was like, since I was a kid. And she was like, well, what would happen if you took it off? And he was like, I could never put it back on. It would be so crazy. Yeah. Okay. Now, that really like is very strange because like I said, we just watched episode two oh. and three. Django Fett is like, sup, I just put take this thing on and off as I so please. Yeah. Am I a Mandalorian or do I just own this armor? But then you like, I've been watching uh, because of Disney plus Star Wars Rebels and uh, I can't remember the girl's name, but she's supposedly a Mandalorian that right. she just puts her helmet on and off whenever she needs. Uh, so oh, yeah. it's like the only one that we never saw with their helmet off was Boba Fett. Except we did see him as a kid. But that doesn't count because he hadn't donned the gear yet, the armor. Okay. So I don't know much about the Mandalorians except for what I've seen on the show. <laughs> well, I feel like the show. And the movies that we just watched. I feel like that show has like opened it up more. I think. 
Well, one thing that... Go ahead. ahead. You go ahead. Well, I was going to say that... uh, What was it? Not Rebels, but the other one. The the Clone Wars animated show that they had. I think there was a couple episodes on on and about the Mandalorians. So there might have been more of their backstory revealed then. But I feel like this is the first time that they've been like overtly said like if you take the helmet off you're pretty much not one of us anymore yeah and they're like well what about all these other idiots <laughs> it is the way it is the way yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i don't remember what i was gonna say about it but there's this the show the movie there's a movie that it's all based on i swear i think it's called like shogun assassin or assassin shogun or something like that well, one thing I did think was super cool, though, is in the episode before that, whenever he was, like, pinned down by all those bounty hunters, and then the, all those Mandalorians came out from hiding and, like, helped him. <laughs> Dude, that show is so good. Like, I am not into Westerns, really, but, like, this is the coolest version of a Western that I could have ever hoped for. Like, I feel like this is what those Firefly nerds were talking about when they're like, we need season two. We need season two of Firefly. Yeah, but I saw, I didn't see Firefly until years after. Like, I I saw Firefly when it was like super hopeless that it would ever come to a season two. So I just, I went into watching it like, I already know it's going to be this one thing. Like, no matter how it ends, this is just what it is. And they had the movie Serenity that was supposed to like, sort of be their like season two slash series finale yeah i feel like that's the kind of the same way that i did with veronica mars like it was way over and i was like well, i'll give it a chance <laughs> <laughs> and so then i watched it and i'm like completely obsessed with it <laughs> and then like i still haven't seen the movie yet but it's on amazon um and then they had the li- the last episode they just did on hulu but i think that might be the not last episode last season i think that might be the Final finale because the way they did it. Yeah, this dude. Apparently, the movie that uh, the Mandalorian borrows from is called Shogun Assassin, aka Lone Wolf and Cub. And uh, like, is it an Asian movie? It's a uh, yeah. It's like a like uh, here. I'll hand you this so you can look at it. Um, but it shows like pictures that are like parallel for, from the show to the movie. And I want to I haven't looked for it yet, but I want to watch this movie because the the show is so good. Oh, okay. Like if they little baby. <clears throat> yeah, it's a, a guy some uh, I would imagine assassin that is like trying to get a baby from one side of the from the east side to the west side. <clears throat> uh before morning. What was the what was that movie Warriors about? <laughs> Warriors? Oh, about yeah. a gang. But what were they trying to... They had to, like, get to neutral ground by morning or something? Yeah, I don't remember why. Like, there was a whole meeting or whatever. Yeah, and then like Lawrence the Fishburne died or something. And Was he in it? Yeah, I think he was, like... Was he? Or am I just thinking of The Matrix? Uh- <laughs> I don't know. All I remember is Warriors. That was a really... By the way, that was a movie that I didn't watch until later on. Like, I think within the past five years or less. And that is such a good movie. If you've never seen it and just know the, you know, I don't know, like there are movies in the ether like that, that just everyone just knows like every line from it, but never saw it. Like how many people do you think saw or haven't seen Scarface, but immediately know like, say hello to my little friend. (laughs) (laughs) Probably plenty. Because uh, everyone says that. Yeah. Even in kids' movies, they say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so anyway, yeah. So that's our Star Wars talk. Jesus, man, please watch the Mandalorian. I know a, lo- a while back I said just wait till it's all over and then get Disney Plus and then use your free week to watch it all. Doesn't matter. It's worth it. <laughs> well, yeah, and like we watched like after we were done wrapping up our quick Thanksgiving, <laughs> uh, we watched both Home Alones because they're on there, dude. Home Alone was also a that I'm telling you right now that movie was ending, and I just looked over at Beth and was like, you know, he was actually in a coma the whole time, right? Like if if this movie lasted ten more minutes, it would. Pan, or it would zoom out even further, and then he would be. It would show just the snow globe that had the McCall, the what were their names, the McAllisters' home, yeah. and then it would be on a on a bedside, and then you would see Kevin McAllister with tubes and a little dude, dude, <laughs> or really Harry and Marv mm-hmm. because they got <laughs> the crap beat out of them. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like they, he did all this stuff that is impossible. Uh, a little modern day baby Bruce Wayne out there, just Batman and people right in the face. Yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. like, it's just funny because while we were watching that, when I was a kid, I thought <laughs> that, like the parts where the adult, like Harry and Marv, the bad guys, were getting beat up was hilarious. But like this time, I felt like that was really hard to watch. Yeah, it was very hard to watch. <laughs> like, one of the worst parts is whenever, uh, is it Marv is Daniel Stern, right? I think so. Uh, like whenever he's like climbing in the window and there's like uh, Christmas <laughs> ornaments. ornaments and he has his bare feet. <laughs> he like steps down on him. I'm like, oh. To me, the craziest part of that movie, both movies, is how like whatever the dad is. Like they get home, like the mom gets home and she's eh, like, everything will be all right. Yeah. The mom gets home and she's like, Kevin, you're here. And he's like, Bob, I'm so sorry that I called you a dummy in the first <laughs> 10 minutes of this movie. Oh, oh my God. And then everybody else gets there and they're like, we got on the flight. You couldn't wait for. And we got here five minutes after you. Isn't that crazy? And everyone's like, gah, 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 gah. and the dad's just like, Hey, yeah, pal. Yeah. So you went and got groceries, huh? You're eight. And then they just basically just go, huh? And then they go into the kitchen and just leave young Kevin there to I look mean, out. I mean, he's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's here. He's fine. What? Just just look out the window longingly like you're 80 instead of eight and see your new <laughs> old man friend that you have that yeah. you gave sage wisdom to once in a church. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, I don't know. Like all those like scenes where the bad guys get beat up i just thought that was crazy because there's a part where also where marv is like climbing the stairs that kevin has put tar (laughs) (laughs) that's why he has to take his shoes off (laughs) no they the shoes he doesn't take them off that you see like as they're they're stuck yeah yeah But that's, yeah, so then, and then his socks are stuck there, too, and then he steps on a nail. <laughs> like, uh, I yeah, feel- and then, the, like, the falls that they had, like, in that show that we were watching, they were saying that, um, like, those falls are legendary. Like, people are like, yeah, that was a Home Alone fall or something <laughs> like that, uh, because the way that they did it so crazy. Yeah, because they were saying on the movies that made us that they like yeah. didn't have pads, they didn't have anything, they would just freaking and beef like it. if you look at those, like they freaking got beat up. Well, Chris Columbus, the director, was saying he's like, you know, he's like, it's really funny to watch it on the movie. He was like, but when we were there, like everyone just kind of like 
took a like a cringed. Uh, is it? Yeah. Are they okay? Like, let's do it again. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say, though, for the record, I think John Hughes hated his dad. <laughs> Why? Because the dad was, in both movies, I'm telling you, just was flipping. so just like, hey, hey, he's, he's McAllister, what, what, what? Or maybe he knew that there was nothing really he could do beyond what he was doing, so he didn't panic. Bro, a dad would be like, I'm telling you, I know dads, okay? If they were like, my eight-year-old kid was alone in New York. Or like, yeah, in... do you think the dad should be the one that's like riding with the uh, polka <laughs> polka people instead of the mom? Like, no, I feel like the the I feel like uh, I don't know. Maybe it was different back in the '90s when that was made. But I feel like the parents that we know nowadays would be like, no, we're all going, and we're going now, even if we have to walk. Like, <laughs> there wouldn't be like a. Well, they wouldn't and be like, like oh, how, well, you go because you know someone's gotta like. No, we all gotta, we all gotta make this happen. Like, how rich was that family too? <laughs> Very <laughs> rich, because they were taking everybody. Yeah. They weren't just going on vacation with family. They were taking everyone. Yeah, and they were like, oh, we get a, another flight <laughs> in the morning. Dude, Kevin's parents were balling out of control. Those kids were balling. Yeah, but you know who wasn't. Uncle Frank. <laughs> Uncle Frank. Old cheapskate Frank. Frank. <laughs> so, I don't know. And but... that's been Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like watching those still. Oh, goodness. I feel like I had some other stories to talk about, but I really was, uh, I really had a lot of feelings about that Starbucks one. I thought that was great. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you, I don't, I didn't read anything about this because I don't really care, but. Okay. Uh, does it make any difference to you that, uh, what's his face? Billy D. Williams, AKA Lando Calrissian says that he is a gender fluid person. Mm. I mean, not at this stage. In the- <laughs> 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 I mean, it wouldn't matter to me anyway, but I mean, he's freaking old. A million. Yeah. Yeah, like when he was on Dancing with the Stars, maybe like two or three years ago, like he could barely move. So yeah, I'm interested to see how there he's gonna be in this new movie because that is that yeah. is a lot. I mean, I thought he was handsome when he was young, but no, he was really good looking. And I don't know, like I just don't back to Star Wars. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't know why it even. It, it's. It's. I don't know why we're all so obsessed with this right now. And like I don't sexuality? Mean, yes. Like, which one do you pick? Which one do you pick? Or just like, I still, Beth, like two days ago, saw something that was like, guess who saw Pete Davidson coming out with this? Per- oh, they were like, Cindy Crawford approves of Pete Davidson and her daughter dating or whatever. And it's like, hey, no one cares. No one cares at all. Why yeah. do we care that Pete Davidson is dating anyone? Why do we care that it's Cindy? No one. I don't know. It's crazy how obsessed people are with the things they get obsessed with, and that currently one of them is Pete Davidson and who he's dating. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't care about that. Like, I just saw some pictures of uh, Kate Beckinsale. Um, like, she was posting. Is that the wolf lady? from underworld Underworld. yeah Yeah. and she was dating pete davidson oh yeah (laughs) for a while but i guess not anymore 
I um, remember that. That whole thing was like, can you believe it? She's older and he's younger. What do you think about it, everybody? Who cares? Every- like, she's still smoking hot. Yeah. Uh, and she just posted some pictures on Instagram of her in like uh, two different bikinis. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> if I was Pete Davidson, <laughs> I'd be trying to get after it too. <laughs> <laughs> well, Petey boy, you did it. So, yeah. So she's pretty freaking hot. And she has an English accent. So. Oh, my God. I'm going to play this and I'm going to try and find a way. I'm going to. I don't know how I'm going to post this video, but I'm going to show this to you, Beth. This right. is like the new deep fake thing that's going on, but it's like a video and. Let me turn this. Wait, I think I picked the wrong thing. Is turn. it a YouTube video? Yeah. Joe ladies Rogan? and gentlemen, yeah. welcome to another episode of I'm Not Joe Rogan. No, seriously. I am not. This is Joe Fogan speaking, an artificial intelligence created Joe by Fogan. Tessa. <laughs> you guys know David Barstow. He's a New York Times reporter who won the most Pulitzer Prizes for journalism in history. He recently followed a crazy deep learning company called Besso as they created the world's first combination of realistic AI, voice and video. Here's what they created. I've been thinking, and I realized that it's been almost 10 years since the first episode of the podcast. Now keep watching. It's fucking crazy. This show has become my life. That's why I decided to go with a bat. So, so on December 24th, We'll be doing our last episode, episode ever. <laughs> That's exactly 10 years since the first episode came out. It's been a good run. And we're all going on on top. Yeah, that's weird. So I don't think that the audio one was like that great. Like uh, the first part was when it was like, I'm Joe Fogan. <laughs> yeah, but like, I'm going to try everything I can. If you follow us on Twitter, I'll at least uh, link to that article that has the video on it. And on Instagram, I'll try and find a way to get that video up. But it is a guy that like he's it, it shows what looks like Joe Rogan sitting on a chair telling you that the last episode of the Joe Rogan experience is going to be happening in December. But then it shows you that like it just strips away the filter of the voice and the face and it's just a guy, just some guy that you would not recognize that's saying the words and then puts it back up. And it's uh, <laughs> it's pretty spooky. Yeah, <laughs> because like that's scary because anybody could do that. Dude, we're worried about fake news right now of just words that people can say. Any word you can just type out there and just be like, this is true. And now you can be like... It is true. Look what he said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't say that. Oh, <laughs> it no. It must have been a deep fake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasn't me. <laughs> Dude, That this is like Scary. very <laughs> spooky, man. Like, but it I is really like... cool. They have a lot of funny stuff coming out oh, of it. Oh, my God. Like, I love all the like comedy videos. Like, I think one like of Like all my... the wrestlers and stuff that they do. Oh, my God. Yeah, they did one. <laughs> Uh, where they put, like, was it Chris D'Elia, Theo Vaughn, Joe Rogan, Burt, Burt Kreischer, <laughs> yeah, like on these wrestlers' faces. <laughs> oh, and uh, they were just like all cutting promos to each other. Tony like. Hinchcliffe, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. Um, and then, like, we didn't talk about that. Uh, Tom Segura has a new dancing video, <laughs> dude, dude, that and he's That's so <sighs> funny. Because he's like making fun of like how Burt Kreischer came out with a dancing video that was epic. 
because no one's done that before, I don't think. So not like that. Like there. Well, I feel like not. No, not like that. But uh, like they were talking about on Two Bears One Cave. Like it's been a long time since there have been like uh, a public. Uh, how do I? How do I say it? Like. I don't know, like two famous people that are just like having fun to each other. Right. And then everyone else gets to also enjoy it. Enjoy that. Yeah. (laughs) Lucky. Um, Yeah. But it was just so funny because like Bert Kreischer came out with a a promo video where he's just like learns how to do some choreography, like dancing. (laughs) And then he like posts his tour dates. Which I thought that was the best thing I ever saw. And then, like, Tom Segura made a dancing video where he's, like, dressed like Steven Seagal. Uh. (laughs) And, like, answers it back, kind of. Um, And also, there's a deep fake of Burt Kreischer in that video. (laughs) By the way, the best part of that is watching, because we watched on YouTube, The Two Bears, One Cave, where he was, Burt was seeing it for the first time. And he had the same reaction that I did, because I watched that, like, two or three times in a row and I was like I saw that on the big fat guy shirt it said machine but M-U-H-S-H-E-E-N machine (laughs) but it wasn't until the second or third time that I realized the five gallon bucket that he was holding said vodka on it (laughs) yes oh god it's so good so Beth really the question is is who are we going to call out like we got to like do something. We have to decide what we're going to do. And then we have to say, F you, you are the worst. Come see us live at, and then just make something up. Yeah. Who I are we know. calling out? Think about that. Like another podcaster to rival Another with. podcaster, another podcast. It could be anybody. Just be like, hey, this is, this is the challenge. We're going to. I don't know what we would do. Yeah, I'm calling out Greg and Diana. <laughs> yeah, if we get into a dancing competition, everyone I mean, else will win. <laughs> like Diana from uh, from Podful of Sunshine. We didn't say that, um, but she already freaking did the um, the Get Up Challenge. Yeah. By the way, it's so funny because I tried to do it. I was like, <laughs> maybe I'll learn it and then I'll do it and I'll have Beth film it. And then I was in front of a mirror trying to do it for like 20 or 30 minutes. And I was like, maybe this it'll is be not easier happening. to learn how to deep fake. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. I was like, maybe I'll just figure out how to put someone's head, my head on someone else's body doing it. <laughs> Cause I feel like I could do the second one. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I like try to do it too. I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> so we have to figure out something that's not dancing. I mean, I don't know. You're you did some pretty good. Li- maybe, ooh, Beth. What, Beth? You. We're not doing any challenges. We're doing real. a challenge, yes, because you wrote some lyrics. I did, but it's not finished yet. Exactly, it's fine. We those can go on the shelf for now, or we can end up using them. But we're gonna start rap battling people. I think. Okay. <laughs> That might be really funny. It would be very funny. I think. Yeah, that would be awesome because <laughs> then we can like watch them <laughs> and then make fun of them. I can tell you right <laughs> in now, a fun way. I will not be freestyling any of it because I'm terrible at that. But I'm gonna write it down, and it's gonna be probably worse than a freestyle. But that I feel like that's why it'll be better. <laughs> yeah, it'll be funny. I bet Joe B will get in on that. Dude, Joe B is probably... Joe B, I'll tell you something right now. That dude, freaking, somehow, he... 
I feel like I need to wear tin foil on my head or put it on all of the openings in our house or something. <laughs> Why? Because every time I start to have an idea, either he I will hear him <laughs> on his show be like, I was thinking about this. Or someone else will be like, hey, yeah, Joe B was telling us he might start doing this. I'm like, what the hell, man? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you're. Get out of my head. <laughs> Jeez. No, but he already like, does it on the Friday freestyle. Like, he comes with it. <laughs> to start it off <laughs> so i don't know but i need a break a break yeah because i thought i would switch to pinot grigio because i don't want my teeth to be stained by <laughs> drinking dark purple wine all the time is it that bad it's not good yeah <laughs> like i like pinot noir because it's like sweet but this is like sour and i'm not a fan of it well you can do that and i can just give the folks a taste a oh, taste that. of what dragging the table would be like if they ever heard that show. Okay, which is funny because you should tell them the story of that guy that was like, I'm going to get you some uh, uh, reviews. Yeah. <laughs> so I do a show called Dragging the Table, uh, which apparently, like, I don't know, like this show, The Untrained Eye and Dragging the Table, like it's very, I've heard everyone be like, what's the show, Untrained something? What's the show, Drag... Drag a lot. I don't. I don't know what it is. So clearly, I'm not very good at naming shows. Um, but I do this solo show that I'm not exactly sure what the point of it is. But uh, I got a message. Let me see if I can pull it up. I got a message from a dude that was like, you know. And listen, if you're a podcaster, you know you get messages from dudes that are like, "Hey, man, do you want reviews? Do you want listens? We know you're very vain, and you want those sweet, sweet downloads." And a lot of us are like, you know, if you don't have anyone around you to tell you that it's fake, you're like, "Oh, I guess there's somehow this is some kind of advertising agency that'll get me some listens. Yeah, it'll be great." Uh, but then you quickly find out that no, it's not that. It's just some dude that's got you know a hundred cell phones and just uh, pushes play, uh, you know, a hundred times on your whatever. Who cares? But this guy, uh, like, I want to say like maybe a month or two ago. Let me see if I can go to the top here. Nine twenty-seven was the first time that he he messaged me and was like, "Hey, is this your podcast?" And uh, you know, from there it was, well, "We can get you ranked." We can get you downloads. We can get you reviews. It's gonna be amazing. And I was like, Yeah, I don't know if this is a this is a real thing. He's like, Man, we can get it all done. I was like, You know what? If you think you can do it, go right ahead. I'm not paying you any money, but if you think you can get my ranks up, go for it. So he did it, and the ranks went up. I guess he showed me some screenshots of uh, things I cannot corroborate myself, and I was like, Okay, cool, man. Uh, and he was like, all right, you owe me 50 bucks. And I was like, nope, that's not how this works. I was like, I'm not, I, I'm not paying you. I'm not paying you. I never said I was going to pay you, and I'm definitely not paying you now. I already got the goods. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so I get this message. Let's see. Uh, da, da, da. Sir, note, if you don't pay me, then all my customers will give you one-star rating. So be careful. Okay? Bye. Very bad day for you. I was like, okay. I was like, okay, I'll just send this conversation to the authorities and see how they'd like to handle you trying to extort me. Now, you know and I know that 
the, that's not a thing. Like the authorities, I don't even know who I would send it to. I'm just, I don't know, text 911, the screenshots of this conversation. Uh, and then the next message was, sir, don't, don't you pay the money. I will pay my office staff. And I just haven't messaged him since. But then he was like, sir, I want, what does he say? Sir, I want again. All right. I can read, sir. I want to again, give you 20 reviews, five stars, sir. Please let me know. Believe me. I need money. I am in trouble. Please. He spelled trouble. T R U A B L. Uh, and that was last Thursday. And I haven't messaged him back yet. So I'm just going on about my business. Uh, you know, I'm not vain enough to pay for listens or ratings, but I am vain enough to check my Apple podcast every now and again. And, uh, I checked to see if I had any more like reviews, like written reviews. And Hey, what do you know? I got two. Uh, and they were one star reviews, but someone wrote something, which I was very, uh, I was very appreciative of. The, my favorite one is this one from Willem John. C.A. Biased, it's titled. Get Chris DiStefano on the podcast! With four exclamation points. So, okay. <laughs> I guess I'll just get this guy on the podcast. Uh, even though it's not about, like, it's just me on there. Never was meant to be an interview thing, but hey, who knows? Maybe it'll be an interview thing. Where I just get you all to write me reviews and like I'm giving you one star until you get Barack Obama on there. Yeah. Or until you give this guy fifty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> He's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but this other one is also one I really like a lot. Uh the it's titled Useless and Annoying. What a bunch of crap based on nothing. No evidence whatsoever and expressed by someone who's not even a physician. You are not informing people. You are criticizing and not saying anything new and or constructive. I don't believe a word of that. I think that one might be a real review. I think that one might be a real review. (laughs) Elizabeth Mia, if you're out there, I'm very critical. I'm not a physician. And uh, I don't know if I'm saying anything useful. (laughs) Uh, so that's it. That's my commercial for Dragging the Table. If you want to hear one star review level <laughs> of podcasting, go check out Dragging the Table. There's like 30 something episodes of that, shockingly. Yeah, but I think it's good because sometimes I think you are critical, but like I feel like you have like opened up more into your like personal life stories, like which I feel like you kind of have to do that if you're like podcasting alone because. Like, I don't know. You start talking <laughs> about things, and then you're like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I encourage anyone. Like, I had a buddy that was talking about how he would uh, write down in like a journal every day, and I was like, "Dude, it was like something interesting for you to do is you should try one day just pulling out the pulling up the voice recorder on your phone and just the stuff that you would write in the journal that day, just record it all down." And then look, because he says he reads it, he'll like go back and read it from time to time. And I was like, you should listen to what you say. I was like, because that's the crazy part about doing that show by myself is like, I have taken to listening back to it Mm -hmm. to see if I like just any editing things happened or whatever. And uh, a lot of them, I'm like, 
Yeah, I, I remember that. I remember saying that. I agree with that. But there have been more than I'd like to admit that I'm like, I listen back to and I'm like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> like, what is he saying? Yeah. Uh, I don't know why he's saying that. Because <laughs> it doesn't feel like you anymore. Like, once it's recorded and out there, you're like, I don't know. Even if you agree with what you're hearing, you're like, I don't know who this person is really. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think everyone think should do it at least once or twice because it's uh, it's definitely nerve wracking. Shout out five HTP and hemp bombs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So something else everyone should try once. <laughs> Acid. No. Uh, marijuana. <laughs> yes, I agree. It's, uh, I'm just joking, but it's about to be legalized for recreational use in Michigan and Illinois. Bro, we got to move out of this stupid old ass state for old idiots. But like those states seem like dangerous. Like Detroit's a dangerous city and Flint doesn't have any good water. Uh, And then like Chicago, there's always shootings. So, I mean, maybe marijuana will mellow the people out there. I don't know. After we watched, because we watched another thing we watched was like Drugtopia or something. <laughs> what was it called on I don't Netflix? Remember. I don't know what it was either, but it was basically showing like the meth trade. Like the episode that we watched was all about the manufacturing and distribution of meth, <clears throat> like on a. Which is crazy because some of the people had their faces like completely covered up except for their eyes. And like if I was on that show, I would even wear sunglasses Bro, because like, <laughs> yeah, like they were showing like bricks of uh, meth. Yeah. I would say we probably saw if not millions, close to a million dollars worth of meth, like just roll th- over the screen throughout the course of that episode. Um, but it just goes to show in my opinion, like that first episode, I wish I could remember the name of it. It was called like drug town. I don't know, but uh, that first episode was like a commercial for why we need to reconsider maybe not maybe not uh, legalizing all drugs, but maybe we need to revisit how all of these drugs are scheduled uh, because you just I mean, people aren't gonna stop doing them, right. So do you want it to be the I don't know, something that's I was gonna say something that's not gonna kill them, but what well, do we really care about that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because it just seems like a slippery slope. Because I would think that most people get mellowed out by marijuana. Um, but some people don't. Like, I feel like I quit smoking it because, like, I kept on getting, like, super paranoid after a while. <laughs> that wasn't fun. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so, yeah. Like, and if that's the state that you're in, like, you could do something crazy. And then people on these, like, higher, like, potency drugs, like meth or crack or heroin, uh, that are, like, I'm willing to rob my own family to get this drug, like, that seems scary, too, because they're not in their right mind. Well, here's the thing, is, like, we talk about how meth and whatever, everything surrounding meth or, or pain pills or whatever, will cause you to do all these terrible things and have all these terrible side effects and da, da, da. but the reality is is alcohol will get you to do equally terrible things i feel like 
Yeah, I mean, in some cases, I think it can. Like, I feel like it mellows you out, too. Like, I that's one of the reasons why I like drinking wine. Also, the darker the berries, the sweeter the juice. <laughs> Just saying. Because this wine is way better. Um, and I'm used to drinking it. I'm, I'm sure that's probably it. What were you drinking? Pinot Grigio? Grigio, yeah. More Looks like, like sour. Pinot spelled P-E-E, am I right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Never that. Um, but like drinking wine, like we were talking about this today. Like I don't feel like I'm out of control. It's just mellow. Like I don't feel like I get the same kind of drunk that I would if I was drinking beer. Where <laughs> like I would get more rowdy, I feel like. But like you are not, at least with alcohol, like you don't have that addictive thing going on like it's like me like there are some people that and i'm jealous so jealous of these people i wish i could be that person that can just smoke like a cigarette a day and they're like i've had my one cigarette today can i tell you something if i had that kind of self-control and you think for a second that i wouldn't be smoking a cigarette a day you're insane yeah Uh, i'm glad that you don't then because i I don't want that to be part of my life that's the thing i can't i can't do it like if I smoke one, why wouldn't I smoke the whole pack? And if I smoke the whole pack, why wouldn't I then smoke another pack? I'm awake, right? Why wouldn't I just be smoking? <laughs> uh, and that's how it is for some people with drinking or with anything. They're just like, they, there is no, there is no have two beers and go, ah, nice and buzzed. They're like, nope, it's drink a case or drink nothing. Why would I even start drinking if I wasn't going to finish? <laughs> yeah. But like the drunk is different from with wine. Like I don't, I don't know. Like I feel like it's just super mellow, not like. I've only gotten wine drunk once, but I do remember it being a different kind of drunk than uh, beer because I think that's all I'd been drinking at the time. But I feel like drunk is drunk. Like you're. like even if you feel different different. even if you feel different in your head the outside appearance to everyone else no one's going to be like oh they're wine drunk they're going to be like oh they're just drunk (laughs) 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 yeah I don't know and I feel like it takes less wine too I don't know I think so as we've all found out Beth I am not a physician so there's no way I could know well (laughs) that is true (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I don't know. I just think it's crazy, but I think it's good that they are legalizing marijuana. Yeah, we need to just get it federal, man. Like, it's enough already. Yeah, I mean, don't you want your cut, government? They are getting their cut, just <laughs> in a different way. Like, they're getting their but cut not by... everywhere. Yeah, they are. You know how they're getting their cut? By having all of these drugs illegal oh, and I then see. putting them into jail, not the drugs of the people, putting them into jail. In privatized jails. Privatized jails that I'm sure, I, you know, again, speaking out of my butt, I'm sure have, there's no way that these jails are completely divorced from the government. Like they don't, they don't exist outside of the government. Well, I'm sure the government's paying them. And like, it's just, it, I, it's got to be much more profitable to send these people to jail than it is to uh, expunge their legalize. Ju- drug charges. Yeah, I think they said in it, either Chicago or, um, or not Chicago, either Illinois or <laughs> the state of Chicago, um, <laughs> either Illinois or Michigan. They said they're gonna start um, clearing the records of people that 
got in trouble for weed. That's the most important part of all of this is not just getting it legal, but getting the people that were put in jail for what we are now acknowledging is bogus. Get those people out of jail. Get those freaking charges. I don't I don't know how I feel about getting the charges taken off because Why? technically at the time that they did it, it was illegal. Yeah. Like I agree with getting the time taken away or whatever, but like releasing them now. But again, too, it's like, I don't know. I would like to hear someone argue the other side of that, of them getting their charges off, too. But it does seem weird to be like, we're also going to take away these charges. Like, well, it was illegal when you did it. But, I mean, if for someone who only has, like, drug charges, like, maybe they'll be easier to, uh, like, get a job and contribute to society if they don't have this strike against them. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so maybe it's a it's a win win. <laughs> <clears throat> so um, it says like uh, in addition to Michigan and Illinois, nine other states, which are Alaska, California, Colorado, Maine, Massachusetts, Oregon, Nevada, Vermont, and Washington, <clears throat> and D.C. Go ahead. Is that what like that? Those are all the states where it's legal to buy marijuana recreationally. Like what? Like, I know about Prohibition, like, <laughs> the overarching, uh, you know, bullet points of it. Uh, booze was legal, then it wasn't, then it was again. But what happened? Because why aren't we doing that now? Like, it's so weird that we were like, we got to have this booze. We got to have it so hard that the government can't deny that we're just going to literally drink ourselves blind by drinking God knows what. Uh, to be like, okay, like we, <laughs> yeah, we're going to make our own bathtub gin. Yeah. And then people were dying, going blind, whatever. And I imagine that the government was like, we'll step in here and make sure there are uh, benchmarks, uh, to make sure that there is quality alcohol going out to the masses. But yet when we have synthetic, uh, marijuana that goes out and makes people bite other people's faces off or die or whatever it is, they're like, listen, man. This is why marijuana is bad. Like, oh, that's synthetic marijuana because we can't get the real stuff. Listen, it's just bad. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> if you weren't trying to get the real stuff, this wouldn't have happened. This would have never <laughs> happened if you weren't such a bad person by ingesting marijuana smoke. <laughs> racist. You're a racist. <laughs> just kidding. I just love marijuana. Racist. <laughs> um... So, like, I saw this tweet on Twitter. A word? Yeah. It's where the tweets come from. It I, says, Beth, don't get, don't get it twisted. People love, including me, posting tweets on Instagram. So, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it says, Johnny Depp is producing a musical about the life of Michael Jackson that will be told from the perspective Thank of... You. Thank you. Thank the you. late singer's Thank famous you. sequin glove. Now... Do you know what's extra special about this glove? Because I also had this story. No. This glove is an alien. That's right. It's an extraterrestrial glove. Uh, and Johnny, yeah, go ahead and pick your phone back up. <laughs> no, I didn't see that because I saved it to read it later. Um, and in all fairness, like I saw this tweet because Chris D'Elia wrote something about it. And he said all Johnny Depp had to do was chill for a little bit. <laughs> because why is he making a movie like that? Is it a movie or is it a Broadway show? Oh, it says a musical. So maybe it is a Broadway show. 
I uh, I love this idea. Yeah, because it's stupid. Like it's <laughs> so dumb. It's perfect. Like it, by the way, if it was somebody who was like a serious like who made cats? Everyone seems to be real into cats. What was no that idea. guy's name? Whatever. Whoever he was that was very famous, I'm sure. If that guy, I don't even know if he's still alive, but let's just say he was. And that guy was like seriously like, all right, we've gotten the screenplay together and we're going to make this Michael Jackson musical on Broadway. And it's going to be from the perspective of his alien sequence glove. Like... It just, I don't know. I don't know that I would care as much as like, you know who would, the only person who would be better to make this uh, show than Johnny Depp is Nicolas Cage. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if Nicolas Cage wants to make a Broadway show about Superman from the perspective of his cape, I would love to see that show as well. <laughs> it was Andrew Lloyd Webber. Andrew Lloyd Webber is correct. Who wrote the music. <laughs> <laughs> uh... That's the only name that I know and associate with that. It says T.S. Eliot. T.S. Eliot? Yeah, isn't he famous? Is he related to the kid that met E.T.? No. Did you see? I haven't watched it. Did you see that? There was like a. You remember last year during Christmas time, Google made the Home Alone. Uh, they made the Home Alone thing where Macaulay Culkin was like doing the Home Alone stuff, but as an adult. Yes, I saw that. And then there were this year. I haven't watched it yet, but they did one with the kid that played Elliot and E. T. And he's like oh, grown okay. up, and his kids are meeting E. T. And they're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if Drew Barrymore isn't in it, then who gives a damn? Hmm. Yeah, uh, I saw a story that was about that lady that got body slammed in Popeyes like what's from the video I showed you or another one because mm-hmm. I know no, there is another that same lady is there someone else that got body slammed dude people were getting body slammed on the <laughs> reg <laughs> so, well do you have a story about that or no I was just wondering if she finally died or no what? but I think her ribs were broken and like her back was all jacked up but like she said that she, she... said the n-word <laughs> well, she said that she didn't say it, that somebody in there said that she did. And, like, she, I think she said she got charged for something that she didn't order or whatever. And so she was trying to get a refund. And they, like, were like, you said the N word. I don't know that I buy that story, but <laughs> I, uh, either way, like, I don't think she needs this cover story of a, of a mystery person saying that she said the N word. She probably said it. But I stand by... like, how dumb do you have to be? Like, because, like, yeah, maybe she did say it, but that seems really ballsy to say something like that in a restaurant that's full of black people. Because old people are stupid. They think that they can just say whatever they want because they're old now. They're like, I'm like a baby, but I know I can buy cigarettes. Like, (laughs) no one would ever dare to body slam a baby, so they won't body slam me. Like, listen, I still stand by, though. I, I believe... She probably said it. If I okay. if I had to bet money, I would say she it went down exactly like we originally thought. But I stand by also that whoever body slammed her was worse than her. <laughs> because... Yeah, no, that is terrible. I mean, yeah, like words hurt, but like she freaking is still broken suffering. ribs hurt more. <laughs> but like, listen, I'm not if saying she that... said it though. I mean, she had to expect something because it's not like 1950 South. You can't say that now. <laughs> Dude, what a 
What a just dumb thing all around. Because really what we're getting down to is that people were all in an uproar about a sandwich. And then people got mad about the sandwich. And then a woman got body slammed, really when you get down to it, because of a sandwich. Like, that is the level that we're at right now in America where we just are like, you know what? This is the most important thing we have going on. That spice! Give me that spice. It's Cajun. (laughs) Indeed. Um, But like this story that like with her speaking out made it sound like she's more worried about not her broken ribs, but that people think she's a racist. I mean, if I listen again, I believe that she said it. I believe that she said it. (laughs) Racist. Yeah. Uh, But if I didn't say it, because here's the thing. If that happened to me, I promise you, even me, 36-year-old DJ, they would be like, yeah, he probably... They would look at my face and be like, yeah, he probably said it. Uh, But if you... Like, I don't know. Like, I... Hey, do the show with me, please. Thanks. Uh, (laughs) I'm listening to you, but it just something weird. No, you didn't. (laughs) Is that yours? Yeah. Why? Were you planning on building a house? (laughs) No, you weirdo. Like, I use that uh, whenever I... Okay, you want to get into why that I own that? That is, and what this is is a house plan, furniture, and kitchen template, and it shows like a, a plan for a house. This is why Beth couldn't be listening to me. Now, what came in that? Because it's a like a little plastic thing that's got a uh, a piece of cardboard in it that's like the size of a piece of paper. Okay. And what came in there was a bunch of not stencils, but what are they called? Like uh, templates. Templates. Like for like it would be it was like. I don't know. It would let you draw like a toilet or a drawer or a not a drawer or like a dresser or whatever it is. Uh, but I used it when I was drawing those dungeon maps. Okay. Because I was like, oh, I can just, uh, you know, stuff I don't know how to draw. I can just use those templates to uh, help me out. I mean, this looks like a pretty good plan for a house. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I just never saw that before. I didn't know what that was. So sorry for interrupting the show. I mean, now is the perfect time to be like, oh, what's going on over here behind me? <laughs> I mean, you didn't have to stop to ask. Like, you could have just kept on rolling with the... Uh... But I was trying to talk to you. I don't even remember I was what listening. I was talking you about. You were talking about the lady. Oh, okay. Like, got body slammed. <laughs> I don't remember what I was saying about it, but the point is, the dude that body slammed her worse than the lady that said a word. Oh, I was saying me. Like, if I said it, I don't know. Would I... Do you think, okay, let's just say that that story happened to me, Beth. Uh, you, no, look at me, please. I'm listening. <laughs> it, trying to find the next thing. It happened to me. And don't, who cares about the next thing? Be with me. All right, me. I'm with you. All We're right. here. All right. I'm doing the show. I'm going to have to go get some more wine. I'm going to stab you. <laughs> uh, no one wants to hear me talk about myself and my show again. Uh, no, if that had happened to me, like say that that whole video was, me instead of that old lady and I get body slammed. We we know the exact amount of information at the time. We just, everyone says he said the N word. He was calling everybody the N word. So we <laughs> took him outside and we body slammed him. And you were like, Oh my God, DJ, what the hell is going on? What happened? And I tell you that story now of that. She is telling now of like, it wasn't, I was just, and then, and I just, and then they body slammed me. Now what looks worse Really, like 
because uh, clearly me, I'm going to be represent the public right now. We have decided that DJ has said the N word. Is DJ coming out and saying, no, 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 no. My ribs are broken. Also, I didn't say it. I just got charged for something I shouldn't have been charged for. And uh, someone, someone behind me was like, and they thought it was me, but it didn't really happen. Like, is there even a point to that? Like, does anyone? Well, I wonder if she's getting like hate mail and stuff. Would you advise me to be like, yeah, you should go out there and tell people this is what really happened? Or would you be like, we need to just dissolve the podcast and move to the (laughs) other coast? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, because I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't know what's I don't know what is going to be worse is actually having not said anything but the public deciding that you have and then trying to defend against that which is a battle you'll probably never win. I mean look at me. I legitimately am like no she definitely probably said it. <laughs> but at the same token like you said that the guy that body slammed her like did worse than she did. So if she had just left it at that, maybe it's tit for tat, but now she's talking again. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I think she did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she probably did. Who knows? I don't know. It sucks, but, though. like, when that happens, like, you have to freaking fade into that 24-hour news cycle and just... Well, yeah, especially since, like, when you said, you're like, oh, the lady that got body slammed. I'm like, oh, which one? Because so many people have gotten, uh, you know, killed or hit or thrown out or body slammed or whatever it is because of that stupid sandwich. I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, it's a good sandwich. Have you tried it yet? No, and I probably won't. Why? I don't know. I hate I hate when too many people are like, you you have to. Like, once more than one person is like, dude, have you? I'm like, nah, and I never... That's why I've never seen Avatar, and I never will. That's why I've never seen Titanic, and I never will. I'm sure they're great. I'll never watch them. Well, <laughs> here's something that you could try, DJ. Nope. You're already the I second you person. Should. <laughs> I think you should try it maybe tomorrow morning. No. Why not? You don't even know what it is yet. Is it uh, win the lottery somehow so I don't have to go to work? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's called perineum sunning. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's going to be cold, but I got to warm the old butthole off. The undercarriage. What's so crazy about that is like, I didn't read any of it because you don't need to read any of it. You just need to see that people are like, if you just get on your back, you put your knees by your head, and you spread your butthole to the sun for 20, it's like what, 10 to 20 minutes a day or something like that it says? Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, Then what? You're going to, I don't know, your hole is going to be warm. So I don't get it because what is... Did someone just, did they look at their cat walking outside and see their cat's butthole and they were like, my cat seems happy. Well, I mean, they probably just. The thing I'm going to take away from looking at my happy cat is their butthole. And I'm going to just thank the Lord that I have a fence around my property and I'm going to stick my butt to the stars. (laughs) 
This says 30 seconds of direct sunlight injection to the anal orifice Mm -hmm. is equivalent to being outside in the sun all day. But isn't that terrible for you? (laughs) What? That's crazy talk. That's what it says. So what happens if you open up your butthole and you're just like, hey, the inside also, not just the rim. (laughs) I don't know, but it says one Californian claims butt chugging vitamin D not only helps her sleep better, but helps regulate her hormones. Listen to me, Beth. I'm sorry that the story was written this way, (laughs) but of course it was a woman. (laughs) Of course it was. This lady has crystals. I mean, how do you know it was a woman that wrote the story? It was just a person that was like testifying. I'm saying the per that's who I'm talking about. The person that's testifying that's saying they're like, yeah, man, I just shove them vitamin D's right up my butthole, and I just get my butthole in the sun, and I'm like, hmm. But there's pictures of men doing it. So stop being a freaking They're just doing it because their girlfriends are doing it. They're like, you want to do this? Sure, 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 sure. (laughs) Well, the person that said 30 seconds was a man, Troy Casey. So go ahead with your misogyny and sit down. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my. First of all, take sit down out of the (laughs) freaking equation of things you say. I can't. Yeah. Here's (laughs) a chair. Down. Uh, that is the ugh. that is the calm down or relax. Well, stop trying to make it sound like oh, only an idiot woman would say something like that <laughs> when it's men too that are out there lifting up their sack and <laughs> tanning their buttholes. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, be shopping. Listen, there is. There's just no chance. I'm sorry. I, I stand by this. This is my misogynistic opinion of the of the day. The first person to figure this out was either a woman or a man that convinced a woman that she should do it. I'm not saying there's not a picture of guys doing it. Yeah, they're on the top, like on the tweet. The main picture is two men. <laughs> <laughs> they're... Mother convinced him to do it. Listen. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We just so need are you going to be trying it? Yeah. That's what I, I need to know. I already do it. When? At work. <laughs> like when you're cleaning <laughs> <laughs> You just lay back. Uh, like, don't mind me. I'll be done in a few minutes. I'll be 30 done. seconds. 20 yeah. more seconds. I'll be done in just a second. Please don't look at me while I'm doing this. Even though I'll be outside all day. <laughs> Yeah, even though I'm gonna continue to get sun, I need I need some shine on my behind. No, I can't. I've got to imagine. Why? Well, I just I don't know. I just can't figure out why. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you would be like I'm gonna go outside and spread eagle, but. I want to know what I mean, those I'm people's sure it feels diets nice are. To air it out, but <laughs> I want to know what those people's diets are. Everyone that does it, if they eat anything that's not uh, grown in their own garden, then they need to stop doing it. All right, I found this. Hold on, let me turn this down to make sure it doesn't start before I'm ready. Like I saw this on Twitter too, and it says, "Imagine casually tuning into a basketball game, and this is the first thing you witness: Bill Walton is permanently fried." 
Oh my God! Wait a second before you play that, because we're changing gears right now. From or unless you're saying this guy has sunned his butt for too long. <laughs> <laughs> no, Wait, put on. this up a little more, or uh, set this up a little more, because that was zero setup at all. Like I don't really remember the story beyond this guy. Like, do you know? Uh, this guy, I think he's like a, a basketball announcer or something, yeah. and uh, comes unglued on air. <laughs> All right, let's take a listen. Ten years ago last week, February 8th, my life was not worth living. I had nothing. At the bottom, I was going to kill myself. Today, I have everything, including all of the chocolates that Jan Kraskoviak brought us. Oh, I love my chocolates. He's rubbing them all over his face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... uh, it is a it's one of those things where someone's telling you they're fine as they're on fire. It's that meme with the dog that's like everything's on fire around him and he's sitting at a table and he's like, This is fine. That's that guy. He is the embodiment of that picture. <laughs> like that's just nuts. Like he's like, Yeah, I was gonna kill myself and now I have all the chocolates. <laughs> Hooray, chocolates. I didn't remember I had a debit card until uh just the other day, and I bought all these Godivas. Hmm. They look like doves, if I'm being honest. They probably do. But I don't like doves. I think they're good. They're the fine. dark chocolates are they're good. They're fine. They make soap. Listen. Is that the same company? Listen, I don't know, but <laughs> the fact that there is a dove soap and a dove chocolate, if you don't uh, connect the two in your head, you're need weird. I to Google that immediately. Dove chocolate and soap. Yeah, like, oh, we got our new chocolate soap line. Smells like soap, tastes like chocolate. <laughs> or is it the other way around? I don't remember. Recall it. <sighs> Does it say? No. All right. It says, though both products share the same Dove name, both are registered trademarks owned by different companies. So it's not true. And there you have it. Also, animal cruelty is officially a nationwide felony. Uh, so what does that mean? Like, what is a fel? What are fel- felony penalties as opposed to misdemeanor penalties? No idea. I wonder if it's jail time or not a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> but like before, I don't think that animal cruelty was even like addressed, and now it's a felony. So you can go to jail for a long time. Did you hear about Kid Rock? I did not. Kid Rock does not like Oprah Winfrey at all. Why? And went on like a... He was drunk. That's why. And he went on like a a rant that he hates. I'm not going to play the video because I listened to the whole thing and it's like... It's barely legible. But it's... uh, He started... Like, I don't know if he's at his show or what... But he's like, let me read this thing. Kid Rock wants the world to know he hates Oprah Winfrey and other talk show hosts. But also, don't call him racist because of it. His drunken words, not ours. Like, he talks about how he just hates Oprah Winfrey Oprah Winfrey and Joy... Or no, who's the lady that's with Oprah that everyone always talks Gail. about? Gail. I think that's who he says. Probably I don't know. Did. But he's like, they could suck my D. They could just do it. Why? And he just keeps saying it over and over, and he's just yelling it. 
And then you hear people, I think it's the girl that's even recording the video that I watch, is like, you're a racist. It's like, hey, he's just an idiot. That's not racist to not like Oprah. <laughs> yeah, you can not like anybody. But if you're like, oh, I don't like them because they're darker, then that's racist. He didn't? Because when they said like, uh, because the I think one of the first headlines I read was like, Kid Rock goes on racist rant or something like that. And it's like, no, he didn't. He didn't say the N-word. He didn't say that Oprah Winfrey was worse because she was black or anything. Like, I don't know. I listened to the video, and it just sounded like he was, doesn't like. My interpretation is is that he was drunk, and those were the most liberal people he could think of at the time, and he decide, just decided that that's who he was going to go be after. mad at and go after. It's just crazy that... Like, why is he acting up? But my bigger problem is, is like, yeah, okay, hate them all you want. It's the fact that they're, like, calling this dude racist for that. Like, it's stupid to say, I guess. Like, it would be racist if he was like, I can't not like them because they're black. (laughs) I wish I could respect them, but they're black. (laughs) Like. Well, yeah, or, like, not thinking of them at all. Like, I can't because they're in this category over here that I can't address. Like, you and I have started doing it more to be funny. Like, but I used to do it all the time. Like, years ago, my favorite thing to do was to, when someone said anything, I would just call them racist. Like, you racist! (laughs) Just because it was funny. Because it was clearly not. And it was just a funny thing for me. Because anyone who ever gets called a racist is like... (gasps) No. (laughs) And like, I try and make it clear that I'm joking, but like now, like we're definitely at peak too many people calling people racist for stuff. That's not racist, but not joking. Right. Like it's what kid rock did is not racist. It's just not. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, why can't he like Oprah there again? And two also, I'm not saying that there's not more to this video that I didn't see or couldn't find. That and I didn't see it at all. So yeah, that was worse. But what I saw and what I read, like none of it was actually racist. He just didn't like someone who happened to be black. Yeah. Like well, I just. And that's allowed. <laughs> you don't have to like every single person. Like if I was friends with Kid Rock. And he said that to me. He was like, I hate Oprah. That is a way I would joke with him. I was like, you racist. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be something that we would go, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I don't know if I like that. And then, what? <laughs> why? Because that seems kind of racist. What? Because why would you say that? Like, if he was saying that about another white person, you wouldn't say that. I might. I might. Because it's to me, it's funny because... Why is this making... To me, it's funny because... Uh, <laughs> It's not like saying him saying that to me is funny to say that he is racist because it's not clearly. But like if you made that joke and he's like a white person and he's like, I don't like this black person. You're like racist. (laughs) Like that seems racist. Beth, let me explain to you. (laughs) 
know. Maybe it like, is. I feel like the joke is funny when it's clearly not racism because you're like, oh, I don't like this other white person or whatever. And you're like, you're a racist. <laughs> like, okay, funny. But mm-hmm. if, if it might be racism, but you don't really know it, <laughs> not well, as funny. Okay. In fairness to my example, uh, there was a lot of backstory that I didn't get into where me and Kid Rock knew each other for a long time. And, and you I knew, knew he wasn't racist. Yeah. Because I don't, I at least have the benefit of hanging out with people that are not overtly racist. So if they are, then that's their fun secret that they get to keep. Uh, but I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, I've never made it a, okay, here's a good example. There was this kid whose name I won't say. I might have said this story on the show before, but it's still interesting. There's this kid that I kind of hung out with, kind of not. Uh, he was dating my buddy's sister at the time, and uh, I don't know how it came up, but he was like, man, if I ever brought a black girl home, my parents would lose their minds. I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. I was like, your parents are racist like that? And he was like, yeah, man. He's like, they do not approve of anything like that at all. And I was like, dude, that is nuts. I was like, but would you date a black girl like after you weren't living with your parents? And he was like, no (laughs) i was like why he was like i mean it's just easier i was like wait he's like i was like so are you i was like do you also not like black people he was like well (laughs) he's like i just you know it's it's just easy it just makes my life easier if i'm just with white people and i was like huh That is a very interesting take. (laughs) Like, you've decided that even after you're not living at your home anymore, that you're like, meh, I'll just... I still have one of these shackles. I'll just keep (laughs) keep it within the race. Yeah. Uh, It'll just be easier for me. I don't know, man. But, like, that was the last time... I can't like what I really like. (laughs) Yeah. Because if I do, it won't be easy. Like he dated her for like a uh you know a couple years actually. Was she white? She was white, yeah. No, it was my but my friend's sister, yeah. Okay. And, so you only uh, have white friends. I only have white friends, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can't friend that outside was, the race. That should have been more clear <laughs> Sorry. to me. My bad. White. Uh racist. Racism is alive and well. <laughs> uh but yeah, we never like we were kind of like buddy buddy, and then we kind of talked like that, and I was like, eh, like I had I had black friends, like so it was yeah. just weird to me because he was. I feel like he was also on a team, like he might have played baseball or something. And I was like, how do you? Like, didn't understand. you say that when you were a kid, someone called you the N word, dude? This kid. <laughs> This I didn't know what the N word meant at all. I just it was lumped into the four letter word category, so I just knew it was bad. Like I knew that that was as bad as saying the F word or anything else. Uh, but I had no context to it. I just was like, it's bad to say the F word. It's bad to say the N word. <laughs> I don't know what the F word means, and I don't know what the N word means. Yeah. So we were in, it was like second or third grade. And this kid, we were in the bathroom, and I don't even remember why it happened. He's like, "What's a what's a word to replace it with?" Your family's a bunch of Jedi, he said. <laughs> and 
I was like, what? And I just start like chasing this dude. I'm trying to punch him in the face. Like we're, we're running, running. I jump at him, I, like grab his feet. He freaking falls forward and busts his face. And I'm like, I don't even remember what I said, but I just know we made it. We ended up making it back to the classroom. And then one of like the assistant principal or something came in and was like talking to me in front of the class. And they were like, asking me what happened and I told him and he was like well what did he say to you and I was like and again I am categorizing the n-word with the f-word and I know that is and not something you just yell out in front of anyone especially (laughs) adults so I was like I can't say what he said and the guy's like you can say it he's like just say it and I was like no (laughs) I cannot say it I will not say it and he was like all right come here and so he takes me outside and he was like what did he say to you and I was like he said my family was a bunch of Jedi. <laughs> and he was just, he looked, he like started back like, what? <laughs> really? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> and he just was like, go inside. Like, I was an idiot. Uh, and nothing really ever came of it. But like, and by the way, I don't even know if my parents know that story, to be honest yeah. with you. My dad definitely doesn't. He's super dead. But my mom I don't know if she knows that story or not, uh, because I don't know if that ever made it further than what I know about that story. They're like, what? A white guy called another white guy a Jedi. Who cares? (laughs) Yeah, it's not racist. It's not racist because he said it to a white guy. Uh, Yeah, I had no I had no context. I had it was it was years before I knew that that was something you said at black people. Or that was meant as a something derogatory for black people. I just knew it was a bad word. <laughs> That's yeah. all. And like and like me being like biracial and like growing up with a white family. Like my family was never like weird. Like when I was younger, like um, like my cousins or my uncles or whatever, would be like, "Well, do you think you would date a black guy or a white guy?" And I'm like. I don't know <laughs> whichever one I like. <laughs> yeah. Um, You're like, I'll date a Sicilian. Both. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but like, it just seems like when I was growing up, like I mostly was around white people and like, they never used that very much unless they were angry at me or whatever. Like then they would pull that out. I and didn't like, know that. Wait a minute. Pe- wait, family did? No, not family. Oh, I was like, like that wasn't really on the table. Like people would use that around me or whatever, but they weren't talking about you. Like that's that's the thing. Um, or like if they if you made them angry, then they pulled that out of their pocket. I'm like okay, that's my uncle. The the story I've definitely told on this show of him like talking about bad about black people. I don't even remember if he said the N word, but he was like, uh, this is when you and I were just still dating. And then he like realized as he was like 10 minutes deep into the story about how you can't trust those shifty blacks. Uh, uh, like, Oh no, 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 not, not Beth. You, you got one of the good ones. Yeah. I was like, Oh, sir. (laughs) <laughs> you should have just kept talking about those shifty-eyed black folk. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you've helped your uh, your cause right now. Yeah. But, I mean, I think it's, like, cool, though, because, like, we have, like, 
I feel like we have a really good relationship and that, like I never am thinking about your whiteness <laughs> or whatever. Like it doesn't matter. Like you're just a person that I connect with. So it doesn't matter that unless I'm heating up cheese sandwiches in the microwave. Yeah, definitely cannot connect with that. But like it's not like it's not about that. Like it's like I'm never like, oh, I'm with this white guy out in public. <laughs> People are looking at me. Like it doesn't matter. Like, and, like, I feel like you never, ever, like, tried to connect with me on, like, a black level. I'm like, yo, 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 Beth, let me rap with you a second. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yo, peep this. Listen. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> like, you just act like a person, and I'm a person, and that's it. Like, that's how it's supposed to be, I feel like. I think you're a black person, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I mean, it's true. <laughs> But, like, I'm still just a person. Uh, I remember when I was just a person. I've ascended now to podcaster. Yeah, but Chris Chris Rock is that Kid Rock. (laughs) I don't know. Chris Rock is, uh, like, I feel like he's joking, but also, like, when we watched his last special, it was, like, trombone or something. Mm -hmm. It was like, is he racist? I don't know. I think he's being funny, but I don't know if he's also maybe racist. <laughs> well, yeah. Because he was talking about like teaching his kids not to trust white people. And I was like, on one hand, I get it. On the other hand, it's like... You're perpetuating the problem. <laughs> yeah. But again, here's the real thing. He said it during a... Comedy special. A comedy special. So is are we supposed to take that as gospel? I would say no. But I mean, most comedy is true. It like, is I feel like. But if you had to, if if anyone cared to pin me down on whether I thought that he actually was racist to white people or not, I would say no, because just be, at least based on all I know him from is movies and that in his comedy specials. So I would have to say no, <laughs> like because well, if you're gonna take those seriously, then. We need to put a lot of people under arrest. (laughs) (laughs) Like um, Louis C.K. like joking around about how pedophilia (laughs) is something great about it or else people wouldn't be interested in it. (laughs) Uh, That was one of his jokes. (laughs) Yeah. Didn't he say that on Saturday Night Live? Yes. (laughs) I love that he did that and that they let him do it. Like his... I mean, I don't even remember specifics about his or Chappelle's, but I know for a fact that if I was going to, I would never go back and watch anybody's monologue except for Louis C.K.'s and Dave Chappelle's. Because what are you even, who else did anything? What was the last one that we watched that was real dumb? It was from this season. I don't remember. Was it Woody Harrelson's? (sighs) Woody Harrelson's was pretty bad. Like we were just watching the one with Will Ferrell, and that one was kind of funny because Ryan Ferrell, Reynolds was there. Dude, that was. <laughs> By the way, because we I was on what was it on Hulu or something where yeah. they had the the uh, no 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 where they had the uh, All in the Family the Jeffersons like pilot episodes. Yeah, it was on Hulu that they redid. Which like that comedy is like crazy. Thinking about it now. Like, yeah. yeah, they redid the original episodes. Like, they had Woody Harrelson playing Archie Bunker from mm. All in the Family. And uh, Jamie Foxx playing uh Which, I don't know. George I'm not a Jefferson. huge fan of Jamie Foxx. And I feel like his interpretation of George Jefferson was a little bit too much. It. I don't know if anyone else watched that out there. So, if you watched it and thought it was good and you know the original, then 
please explain to me why this new one was good because it was like it was bizarre but i thought it was interesting because they showed the kind of jokes that were part of that time frame that really don't translate yeah to now. like now it's not the same like the things they were saying then you couldn't get away with that now except if you were redoing the same ones from then well and here's the thing like the to me those two shows didn't matter now because if they did if they were supposed to be because i'm not exactly sure what the point of doing that was right if they were supposed to be saying because in the first in the all in the family like they were making a uh, a comment about richard nixon like within the first five minutes and you could definitely make a, an equivocation between between uh richard nixon and donald trump because they're like oh well, why wouldn't uh why wouldn't a president want to go in to make money or whatever it is? I don't know. Take whatever you want from that. I really don't care. But the point is, is like, why not? If if the, if those were really as, I don't know, uh, relevant or like uh, we, for whatever reason, needed to see like how it was back then, like they should have just replayed the episodes because right. like those, the people that did Woody Harrelson in the in the gang who did all of that like it wasn't good because the, they were just like I don't know they maybe it's because they knew it was going to be a one-off or something but like when the original was so good and so funny and so well acted I feel like comparatively right like, it, it was in its time it and took that's a, why it mattered also Woody Harrelson saying Goyle instead of yeah, girl that's weird was just like it made me have to close my Cringe eyes. Worthy. Yeah. <laughs> well, and like, uh, like Sherman Hels- Helmsley. Is that what Sherman Helmsley? I don't know. Who was he? Was he playing the son? No, he's the real George Jefferson. <laughs> oh, racist. Uh, <laughs> uh, hang on. Let me see. What well, they're all dead, right? Sherman. All of them? Yeah. Except maybe what's her face? Helmsley. Uh, yeah. So he like he was really small and he did some head bobbling. Um, but I feel like just Jamie Foxx doing that just seemed like way over the top. And like, I don't know, it just didn't look like a good representation of one, the character that he was playing. Uh, but two, also that actor who developed that character. So it was just obnoxious to me. I don't know. The way it was all presented, the way it was all delivered, like to me just seemed like a... Uh, television acknowledging its own demise. It was like, hey, remember when we were on top? Those days are so far gone. (laughs) I mean, I didn't hate watching it because I felt like it was a representation of a time that had passed um, and the issues that they were facing then. Like, I did think there were a lot of cringeworthy moments when they were overacting to try and be like the originals. But, like... I don't know. Like, it seemed interesting because, I mean, what chance do we have to really watch All in the Family or the Jeffersons? I don't think they're on any streaming services. But, like, the first episode, like, um, was Archie Bunker not comfortable with inviting George Jefferson (laughs) over to his house (laughs) and, like, having a party there. But (laughs) he ended up having a party for a black family where the uncle was like leaving to go and start a business and like he was weirded out by that because he was like i don't know racist but trying not to be racist but also (laughs) like 
just a product of his time. And then on the Jeffersons, like that I thought was interesting because it was a, a black family that was well to do. And in the first episode, the wife was trying to come to terms with being able to hire a maid and not being on the same level as her friend who is a maid. So I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. It was good. I, I like I saw so much of all in the family when I was a kid mm -hmm. that and not really much of the Jeffersons that uh, seeing that Jeffersons pilot episode redone, even though Jamie Foxx was overdoing it. Like, I, I think I like that one better. But it would I would just, again, much rather see. Yeah, the by original. the way, I don't really I, I don't. I don't know. I, I didn't really have a hankering to go back and watch those shows. But if I was going to, I would rather just see the originals. Yeah. Like they did well. Like they were, they're not iconic because those people did terrible jobs acting. <laughs> right. So I don't know. I, I just. Well, and like, I don't know, like even like Meathead and what was the other <laughs> His daughter's name, I don't remember. Dumb broad, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, they made Edith look like a freaking idiot. Well, that's what the show was. She was just like a... Like, she was a like sweet housewife. Like a scatterbrain, like, but not. Because she yeah. was, like, that's the thing. is She always was, like, she was aloof, but, like, she was, like, trying to uh, herd Archie, like, into the right direction. Yeah. Well, and I think in the clutch sometimes, like she would come alive and like have a poignant thought, but most of the time <laughs> she was a bonehead. But that's what was good about that show is yeah. like they like everyone served a purpose. They were I don't know like it was again it wasn't an iconic show because they didn't have anything to say. <laughs> well, and like having the both sides, like Archie being a product of his time and being like semi racist or whatever. And then his daughter and her, her husband or whatever being like the liberal uh, idiots. <laughs> yeah. Liberals or whatever. Like that was presented on TV. So you could see like both sides of the spectrum. Well, and that was what was good about George Jefferson, I think, being a part of the show and then having his own show because like he was Archie Bunker. Like he was like, yeah, he's like, I'm, I am the black guy, but also I don't like white people as much as he doesn't like black people. Like <laughs> I know I'm supposed to now, but mm. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are so. we cool now? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, like, do you want to hear more information about the animal cruelty? That's a felony. Or... Not really. <laughs> okay, well, just know it's a felony, so no hurting animals. All right, so we've been blathering on for a while, Beth, so we need to either do recommendations or do some uh, trivia or just get the hell out of here, period. I mean, I feel like the people like the trivia. The people probably do like the trivia, Oh, but... uh. I want to try December. This won't. We're gonna fail this this week, but December is gonna be the month of episodes under an hour and a half, maybe. <laughs> I mean, are we at an hour now, bro? An hour and a half. We are way past an hour and a half. <laughs> All right. Well, once again, I don't know why you're bringing it up. <laughs> <clears throat> so, do you want to go first? I just have a good time with you. That's all. 
I know. We, <laughs> we do not have a shortage of things to say. <sighs> uh, who went first last time? You can. Get, well, I um, usually go first, I think. All right, I'll go first this time. Okay. What singer chose chicken from the NBC cafeteria over his own brand of fast food in Conan O'Brien's blind, ta- blind TV taste test? Kenny Rogers. It's got to be, right? Yes! Kenny Rogers Roasters, <laughs> Beth. It's the wood like, that makes it good. Who <laughs> is a singer that has their own brand? <laughs> of chicken? I don't know. <laughs> it's Kenny it's, Rogers it's Roasters. It's the kernel. <laughs> it's the wood that makes it good. Okay. What revealing Demi Moore movie won Razzie's for worst picture Actress, screen couple, director, screenplay, and song. It's got to be striptease, right? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought the one that everyone hated was the one with, uh, I'm so excited. What's her name? Jennifer Beale? No. Wait, I'm so excited. Oh, uh, with Elizabeth Berkley? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't think of what it's called. It's called Naked. Yeah, where she's a stripper. I can't remember. What the hell is that movie called? Well, Showgirls. Showgirls is right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your turn. Uh, but that's the one that I thought was like famously terrible. But I like that movie. I never saw Striptease, but I saw, wait, Showgirls? I did see Showgirls, and that movie was bad. But I like it. Because I remember seeing it when I wasn't supposed to be able to see it. And even the fact that there was nudity in that movie, I was like, Didn't enough. <laughs> you know, like when that, um, she's like, no, I got my period. And then that guy checks. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Gross. Beth, what pressure sensitive handheld organizer was developed under the code name Touchdown? Read it again. Do I know it? You 100% know it. Is it it Palm Pilot? It's a Palm Pilot. (laughs) (laughs) Let me check my Palm Pilot. (laughs) Yeah, I only know that because of Cat Williams. That's funny because I don't don't think it's talking about the same thing because it's saying pressure sensitive handheld organizer but like my like i have a, a pixel a google pixel phone and you can do a thing where you like squeeze like instead of saying okay google or whatever you can just squeeze it and it'll bring up your assistant oh cool so that's weird squeeze them squeeze them what it's my hey, turn what <laughs> do you think what is the next <laughs> question beth will ask what online magazine from Microsoft? <laughs> Microsoft, <laughs> but tiny. Yes. My, what online? Sorry, I probably shouldn't cross the streams on those wines. <laughs> Both of the wines. <laughs> like, I it's just light, mellow. I don't even get drunk. <laughs> the light, the light berries and the dark berries. Yes. You have to go with one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What online magazine from Microsoft debuted with Crossfire's Michael Kinsley at the helm? Jesus, Lord above. A online magazine? Is that what you said? Mm Mm-hmm. An online magazine. PC World. Wrong. Does it have PC in it? No. Is it? It's a dark gray color. Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) Uh, Any other good hints I can have? Is it Netscape, the magazine? It is not. (laughs) Is it Internet Explorer, the magazine? 
No. Any other hints? Is it? Is it? Uh, open the gates with Bill. No. <laughs> uh, am I? Is has any of them even hit no. in the neighborhood? <laughs> no. What is like, it? Just a, like a phrase. It's like a clean break. No. A clean slate. That's it. Uh, <laughs> not that's not the name of the magazine. Just the second slate. Word, slate. <laughs> oh, really? Slate is still a thing. Well, that's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Beth, what movie did Hugh and McGregor get in character for by shaving his head and shedding thirty pounds? Oh, is that where he like goes down in the toilet? Yeah. I know it, but I don't know it. He's like, what's that over there? Oh, okay. <gasps> Another one? Hmm, interesting. I'm never going to get it. Like, tell me some clues. Hmm, uh, hold on a second. Have another Have another guess at it, because I got to... Well, I was trying to think of what it might be, but like, I know, I know the movie. I've seen it a couple of times. But it just the name of the movie is escaping me right now. Like, Think of here we go. Oh, was that a dead end? Yeah, it definitely was. I thought I thought that the title of this movie had something to do with the action that happens in it, but it doesn't, and I haven't seen it in. It's uh like what is the first letter? Okay, it, the first letter is T. And something equally as boring, uh you would call bird watching. But this one, it's not an animal, but it's kind of the same thing. You would be not bird watching, you would be <laughs> like I don't know. Bird watching is not a good one. Let's see, what's a good one? Uh, I don't know. Like that's the only other. And you said it starts with a T. Yes. Train spotting. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And apparently, gosh, that was not in here. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Too much wine. Too much wine. Don't cross the streams. No, but apparently that is just a hobby of just watching trains. Okay. You call it train spotting, and the only other thing I could. Uh, think of as bird watching because you don't really have any control over what bird goes past. So, the same thing with trains. So, all right, it's my turn. Sorry for the bad hints, folks. It's okay, I got mm. it. What blockbuster film used the working title Planet Ice to shoot footage off Nova Scotia? Nova Scotia. Oh, is it the thing or is it thing? That is incorrect. Wait, what? year is this it's from? It's a blockbuster film, 1996. Man, you got to pick ours from different spots. Mine's also from I just picked it from the middle. Yeah, different spots. I know. Like, I think the last... from one spot and mine from one spot. Okay. Uh, I think the last <laughs> three weeks it's been 96. So say the question again. Okay. What blockbuster film used the working title Planet Ice to shoot footage off Nova Scotia? And ice plays a big role in this movie. And it's a blockbuster. It's called... It's called... 
Ice holes. No sun today. (laughs) (laughs) No. Perennium's gone dry. Ice holes. Yikes. Mm, ice. There's also water involved. Age. Ice water. Mm-hmm. Uh, the water boy. Nope. <laughs> In Nova Scotia, they're mm. filming. It's a blockbuster. Yeah, you've never seen it. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say you're giving me the eyes and saying it like Nova Scotia. I don't know. Nova Bo- Scotia doesn't really matter, but it's not Louisiana <laughs> for the water boy. <laughs> but like you've never seen this movie. Oh, so it's the majority of movies then. No, there's only a few epic Nosferatu. No, is it Ben Hur? It is not. It's it, from 1996. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, any other hints besides Nova Scotia and Blockbuster? Forget about Nova mm-hmm. Scotia. Think about Blockbuster. That's our cat. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, even I know it. Yeah. Oh, no, not Nova Scotia. <laughs> Think about Blockbuster. Uh-huh. Ice. Right. Water. Right. You've never seen the movie. Right. Cold as ice. Featuring Vanilla Ice. What is an epic <laughs> movie that everyone's seen but you? Titanic. Titanic. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Good you lord. You can leave that the movie... boy to water. <laughs> <laughs> that movie came out in 96. That's what it says. Man, I'm g- pretty cool for not having ever seen that movie still. Okay. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Beth, what Asian capital was buzzed to host the first Starbucks outside the United States? Hong Kong? No. You racist. Tokyo. Yes, it is Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, because I don't think I ever would have gotten it. I would have been like, uh, Shanghai. <laughs> I would have never gotten Shanghai. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What Sesame Street toy giggled its way to the top of Christmas wish list on, in 1996? Tickle me, Elmo. Correct. It's like we know a lot more Elmo. of these than I thought. I know that we like given out clues. You're <laughs> <laughs> like not right off the top of your head. See this next question. I don't even know. I just saw one name in this next question, and it's why I haven't quite given up on this uh, edition of Trivial Pursuit just yet. Okay. Beth, what star Inside Edition reporter scored the only exclusive O.J. Simpson interview during the civil trial? John Tesh. It is not John Tesh. Mary Hart. It is not Mary Hart. Is it someone I've heard of? Yes. It's when you, like, I think that the reason that we know who this person is now is because of this, because... If you've ever wondered why someone got famous and you just were like, oh, I guess they just, I guess they just are famous somehow. I don't really, I guess it doesn't matter how they got famous. I'm just going to tell you. No, it's not. But give me a clue. Uh, I'll, I can, I don't know how to give you a clue other than to say the initials of this person is SJ. Is that a man or a a woman? A woman. Sally Jesse Raphael. Sally Jesse Raphael is incorrect. Okay. <laughs> SJ. Can I just tell you? Because you'll never get it. Like, what's is the first name obvious? No. What is it then? 
the first name. If I tell you the first <laughs> name, you'll know it. Well, you said it wasn't obvious. Uh, is no, the last name? No, no, no. The first name. I was. I meant that the first name. As soon as I say the first name, theoretically, I think you would know it. But what about the last name then? The last name is Jones. Sam. <laughs> it's a woman. Samantha. Nope. <laughs> uh, Can I just tell you? Yeah, please? just tell me. It's Star Jones. I could have gotten that. <laughs> no, you couldn't have, you liar. You could have gave me some clues. I didn't know how to because well, just reading that question now, it dawned on me like, oh, that's why anyone ever cared who this lady was. Wasn't she on The View for a while? That's what I'm saying. Like, well, That's what I'm saying. You could have gave that clue. <laughs> she was on The View. And she was on The Family Guy. Like, <laughs> She had gotten liposuction or whatever. Like her arms were like flappy. Wasn't she, <laughs> she like was... flying squirrel away? Like goodbye. No, she like gets into a taxi cab and uh. <laughs> the door shuts <laughs> on her arm. And it's like flappy. <laughs> so rude. Family guy. Mm. Okay, so <laughs> what New York City behemoth merged with Chemical Bank to form the largest bank holding company in the U.S. What, what was the first part? What? What? What New York City behemoth merged with Chemical Bank to form the largest bank holding company in the U.S.? Trump Towers. No, it's a bank. Trump Bank. No. AT&T. No, not AT&T. What bank. is it? Uh, <laughs> uh, bank of America. Incorrect. Uh, what is the one with the horses? No, that's Eli not Eli Whitney and the Cotton Gins. <laughs> Wells Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> Eli and the Cotton Gins. Uh, <laughs> Is that a band? <laughs> yeah. A uh, bank. A bank. Uh, Chase. That is correct. Yes. Chase Manhattan Bank, to Beth, be exact. What magazine sent John... Well, we'll see if we need this. What magazine sent John to report on a Mount Everest climb that went horribly awry? Time. No, that would be a good guess. That would be the only guess I would have. I can give you some hints, Beth. Okay. This clearly, like, it says this was 1996, but this was apparently before they realized that you could name magazines anything you wanted. So, like, uh, think of where this guy is that's climbing Mount Everest. Just think about it. Where is he? Uh, I had a hard time figuring out where the Amazon <laughs> rainforest is. No, 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 no. It says that he's climbing Everest, but think uh, think more basic. Where is he? In a mountain? Mm, even more basic. Ground? Nope. Earth? He is, nope. It's, uh, it's anytime uh, you're not inside... Outside? Outside. That's the name of the magazine? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. Back when they were like, yeah, we don't need much uh, outside. Sure. All right. <laughs> um, are you ready? Yes, I'm very ready. What Hollywooder paid- Uh-huh. That's how you call them. That's what it says here. <laughs> 772500 at auction for his wife's Uncle McGregor Woods Golf Clubs. Jesus. I don't know. John Wayne. No. It's a really famous person with an accent. Uh, Sean Connery. Incorrect. 
and a famous an wife. Oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's it. And that's it. Beth, do you have a recommendation this week? Are you going to leave me to freaking carry the weight in the water? I mean, I'll again? let you go first, and then we'll see what I can drum up. Mm, let's see here. Uh, my recommendation, uh, definitely 100% is, um, throwing some, this episode, throwing smoke in general. If you like, uh, MMA at all, it's hosted by, uh, Randy of Married AF and, uh, Randall Fowler of Married AF and Joe B of AnyPod. And it's a great show, but this last episode, it was episode 10, they had McDojo Life on, Rob from McDojo Life, the Instagram account. Like, if any of you have listened to Joe Rogan for any amount of time, you've heard him mention probably McDojo Life once or twice through the, I don't know, over the past year or two. Mm-hmm. And uh, that dude, Rob from McDojo Life, is so interesting. Oh, my God. And it's such, they do, uh, Randy and Joe do such a good job interviewing that dude. Like, it's such a good episode. Like, I definitely recommend the show in general, but that episode is definitely a great one to start on. Uh, and I'll tell you why. It's, I the, the main thing is that it ends up being a really good episode. Like, Joe and Randy uh, both get in some, like, good questions and good uh, anecdotes and... I don't know. It's a testament to those two as hosts because I don't, I feel like it would be hard enough to talk with someone or interview someone just one-on-one, but, uh, doing it with, you know, two people, two people interviewing one person can get like really clouded. You know what I mean? Like, and it, uh, it definitely didn't like it stayed on track. It was very good. I don't know. It was just really good, uh, episode. So that is actually on though. That is a joint production that the Civilized Creatures do with uh, the Inner Circle folks. And that is on the Inner Circle Presents podcast feed, Throwing Smoke. Um, So I'll have a link to that um, in the description as per usual. Interesting. Bethany? All right. And this uh, last week I listened to a show that I had never heard before, and it's called the Raw and Uncut Podcast. And I was especially intrigued because they had a character on their name. <laughs> a character. I love that. I mean, that's his name. I, I don't know. His name was Coach Greg Adams. And on the show, he was talking about like what he feels a woman's place is. And so they were going back and forth on that. And I thought there was definitely some interesting perspectives there that I never um, thought of because I'm a woman. And so like there are certain things that I have been I guess brought up to believe like men are supposed to be doing for women um as a woman and so to hear the other side of it I thought that was pretty interesting um some of the thoughts I (laughs) feel like a woman should have had a chance to weigh in on um but like I thought it was definitely interesting hearing like what men think about um certain relationship things so i thought that was really interesting and um again the show is called raw and uncut and it says um their description is i have special podcast skills on relationships sports and urban and trending news i'm also a life coach so sit back relax and enjoy 
this show. I think that's what and that's uh, Akeem that hosts that, right? Yeah, it is Akeem. And I think, like, weren't they on the, or wasn't he on the Married AF podcast before? Yeah, he was on, like, I think right before, right after you were on Married AF. Which, you know, I don't know how this works, but, uh, oh, yeah, that's what I'm going to do, too. Anybody? Uh, supposedly we're supposed to be like voting somehow for who best guest of the year was on Married AF. I mean, has that already happened? I don't know, but I'm going to put a link to Beth's Married AF uh, episode and just everyone, this is your, this is your duty. You are to listen to that episode, even if you already did, and then you're going to tell a friend to listen to that episode and Beth's, you're going to make Beth the most downloaded. So she gets the belt. I assume there's going to be a belt. Yeah, that would be funny. Brooke and Randy, there's going to be a belt. There's going to be... <laughs> there's no belt. <laughs> I will fly you out to Georgia, Beth, for the... Uh, for the the uh, What what would you call it? The ceremony. The ceremony. <laughs> the belt delivering ceremony. And, uh, they probably yeah. already chose a winner. <laughs> well, uh, listen, it's fine. They're, uh, they're good people. They deserve the downloads. You should be listening to Married AF anyway, but... If you can also make us winners, and by us I mean Beth, and then pff, the hell aren't you listening to her episode for, man? Yeah. <laughs> I was definitely out of my element, and so I think that's entertaining. <laughs> so, no, but it was fun. Did, I, I liked hanging out with them. You did good on that episode, and I'm like, that is, I don't know. Like, it's funny, because if anyone, like, I don't know. We don't get a lot of requests to be on shows, but... I would definitely put you up before me because you are like, I just have way too much. I just blather on forever. I literally have another show that is a solo show <laughs> just because I'm like, you know what? I haven't I heard enough of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I definitely had a lot of fun. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like sometimes I probably was just making weird faces, but because <laughs> it was on Facebook too. So, but I mean, I don't know. But yeah, check out um, Married AF, check out Ron Uncut with Akeem, and Throwing Smoke with Uncle Randy and Joe B from any podcast. Or any pod will do, or any pod spelled A N Y. No, <laughs> no, it isn't. I know. <laughs> it's N E, the letters. Uh, so yeah, I guess that wraps it up. That does wrap it up. Uh, if you would like, there is a there is a man. His name is Culla. And if you go to C-U-L-L-A-H dot com, you will see that that man is making a new album called Cullativation. And it'll be out in April, the end of April, I think. And uh, yeah, I mean, you can hear all of the music that he's ever made for free anyway. And uh, if you're a fan uh, and you'd like to, you can back this next album. Yeah, or also back his tour. Well, that's all part of it. Like he, that's what this this crowdfunding that I, as far as I've uh, deduced from his website, is that it's going to like that money is going to producing that album and doing the tour, and it will be a world tour. He is going overseas supposedly for this. But is he ever coming to Florida? Uh, we have to pay, I think, uh, a premium for that. Oh, is that right? My goal, I don't know if I said it on this show or not, uh, but my goal is to, because the top tier of backing is $1,000, and you become a, a executive producer, and you get a shout-out in the in a song. 
like by name, he'll be like, and I would definitely be like, you're going to say the Untrained Eye podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Untrained Eye podcast. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> uh, but that's my goal is to, at some point, be able to make enough money that I can just be like, Beth, we are going to be executive producers on this next album. Yeah, that would be cool. Taint happening this year. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> I will be back I mean, in that we album, can but throw something in, but <laughs> dude, I yeah. Anyway, but yeah, do that if you like. If not, I mean, it's free music. Uh, what are you complaining about? <laughs> yeah. Either way, it's gonna be free, bro. And the kids got mad skills. Mad skills. So check it out. Beth, I'm very sleepy and tired. So what do you say we end this thing and go to bed? <laughs> I like it. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening so very much. We will see you next Tuesday. See ya. You ready? Yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Untrained Eye. Beth thinks that if she moves her face wait, away can from we the do mic, it again, like why? Because I want to clear my throat really good one time before. So can you do it again, please, for me? For me. <laughs> All right, do it. <laughs> To the rhythm of the funky vibe So I can get busy just one more time To the beat and you don't quit It's that old school rap with that new school hit